Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Can we be real? Hello, Can we be real? Hi, everybody. How are you going? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, good stuff. Can we be real about um, being a mixed blended family, by which I mean when you've got kids and they've got kids? Brady Bunch style. Yeah, I'm not doing that, but I... You want to do it? No, I don't. I oh, really do not. you don't want more kids, do you? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> someone else's kids. Oh, Socks. No, someone else's kids. Socks. Fuck that. Well, no, there's another saying in that. Someone else's fucking kids? <laughs> no, what is it? Some other cunt's kids. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation, by the way, is is the way the um, – well, I'll say cunt. The way that word is like making it into common culture now. Is it really? It is on TV a lot now. Maybe it's just the, co- what, the TV I watch. What are you watching? Well, a lot of RuPaul, Master Chef. A lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. No, yeah. And a lot of um, the Real Housewives, as, as discussed. But don't even think they beep it out on RuPaul's. Wow. But on The Real Housewives, they love calling things cunty and calling people cunty. Yeah. And they, they do beep it out, but it's very clearly... And they say it a lot. They yeah. go, oh, come on, that that's just cunty. Mm. Come on, you're being cunty. Come yeah. on now. And it's re- and I think, God... Does I, it offend you? Oh, no, no. It I, doesn't offend you. I drop the do C-bomb you, all the time. What percentage of the audience listening to this podcast do you think would be like, okay, this is that word offends me yeah, still? Yeah, when I first started stand-up in the early 90s, it was a rule in Australian stand-up we were told in every venue around the country, you do not say that word. We were told if you if you say it, you won't be booked again. Mm. 
It's that is the rule. Won't get booked again. That's what we were told. You will not be booked again if you say that word, right? Mm. And so it just none of us ever said it. Mm. And then every now and then someone, after a couple of years, maybe, I don't know, when, early 2000s, late 90s, it would creep in. Someone would dare to have it in a routine and it'd be people would say, oh, they've Ooh. got a cunt routine. Yeah. This is edgy. Yeah. And I then I had a cunt routine mm. in about I remember the show and it was in I was living in Brisbane, so it would have been late two thousands, two thousand seven or something. I had one routine that that was in the punchline, and that was considered pretty edgy at the time. Anyway, I'm sitting there the other night and I'm watching The Real Housewives, and they're just letting off, off just like you've well, that's cunty. Yeah, come on, that's that's kind of cunty. Mm. I think that. And one of the ladies said. Don't use that word. Don't you can use any word, but don't use that word. I can't stand that word. It's offensive. It's you know. So I thought, geez, it's a long time since I've heard anyone say that because I remember people, women, used to say that for a while. They used to go, oh, not that word. Yeah. I can't stand that deal word. Deal with fuck. It's offensive. Yeah. It's offensive to women. Mm. It's all that, and I never got that. Mm. Obviously, I was never offended by it. To me, it was just another swear word, mm. and. Probably my friends and I thought it was hilarious. Actually, it has impact. I've said it on radio. Accident. Ac- well, this is it was a massive accident. So Jesus this is actually when you were in Brisbane on breakfast, and I was on the Gold Coast on breakfast, yeah. and we did a, a, a radio idea that has been done a thousand times, which is called the CFM Fugitive. Yeah. Where basically there's some bloke out there with a muffled voice, kind of like the Secrets. Yeah. And he's out there like, I've got you know two thousand bucks. If you find me by midday, you'll win. Yes, you know? yes, and he, yes, and yes. Every hour there's a clue. Anyway, off the back of the thing, we're live on the radio and uh, it was my job to put us into delay every day, right? right? So we go into that seven seconds delay so that what we were doing in the studio would be coming out of the speakers that you would be hearing seven, seven seconds, seconds later. So if we said something wrong or if a caller said something, we could hit a button and it would just be deleted so that no one would hear it. Yes. I didn't put it into delay. And then I, off the back of, you know, we're talking, we're, you know, he's giving you all these clues and all this kind of stuff. And I said, all right, well, the cunt continues for the CFM. No! The cunt continues. And like I didn't pick up on it. And Moira is looking at me like, what are you doing, you fuckwit? Like, hit your button. Oh my god. And I've gone, what? Yeah. And and I'm looking at her like, what what?" because I've the cunt continues didn't register I've in my mind thought I've said hunt, guys. What are you guys? Yeah. And so then we go to the ad or the song or whatever, (laughs) and she goes, Matt, you just said cunt on the head, right? Oh my god. And I'm like what are you what that's so funny and so we go back and listen to it and the, and of course that audio gets sent around the whole industry of like look at this fuck oh because we like, love that in radio didn't we? <laughs> didn't we used to love it when you'd get audio sent around of yeah. we've got you know what we should edit those in some of those in like remember when a newsreader says, rocked oh, up fuck or, or remember that one where the newsreader rocked up so hungover and she was vomiting yeah. during her news remember yeah. that that was or the hiccups have you heard the, the one with the hiccups and when something like that happened they would get emailed around everywhere the, the country so fast and all the radio nerds like me would just be laughing oh same we yeah. loved it but that one where that girl is vomiting during the news we just used to play that to each other ad nauseum in brisbane in our studio we oh my god yeah. we loved it so much do you remember when carrie bickmore accidentally said cuntus instead of Qantas? yeah oh my god i'm gonna look and see if i can find that that was hilarious Cuntus. we loved that so much do you feel like audiences love those moments yeah like I there's so. like 100 percent of the audience is just going i love that that person like carrie's just completely fucked up there but i love her for fucking up of course i mean she's such a beautiful good sport she's so funny and again it proves that it's live it proves the show is live mm. and 
we all do it. We all, and I think it's But you know, I don't know, sometimes there's people inside the radio station or the TV station, like you've you've clearly made a mistake. Mm. You you've accidentally said a word the wrong way. Yeah. And then there's the there's one fuckwit in there that's like, "Oh, mate, we're going to have to have a chat with you about this." And you're like, "Mate, do you, I'm doing like three hours of live radio a day. That's never happened. And I was going to say you're so tired. Yeah. That I can see it, how you could say the cunt continues instead of the hunt continues. Well, is so the tired. C, yeah, the C is there for the continues. Right. But I just put it at the beginning of the wrong word. It's like at Nova we had um, cunning stunts. Yes, but that's there to trip you it's up, meant right? To great, what a nightmare that one is. That's the joke. And as far as I know, it only happened once, and it was Bianca died. <laughs> Oh, Bianca! Dizey. Dizey said... Oh, the poor thing. Stunning cunts. Yeah. And and it was hilarious and it was like, well, obviously you can't have a competition called Cunning Stunts. See, I have to think so hard. And yeah. we used to have, to have to think so hard every time we went to say Cunning Stunts. And you can't have that. And mm. then go crook on an announcer. No, totally. Who's saying it a hundred times a day if yeah. she accidentally says it wrong. Here's, I found Carrie's... Sabotage. I know, Sabo. The airline price wars are heating up again and we're being told fair discounting is as aggressive as it's ever been. Virgin's targeting key corporate routes, hoping to win over Qantas... Excuse me, Qantas. That web address you'll need is youtube.com. <laughs> oh, that's when that's when Charlie Pickering's on the show. Charlie. It's an accident, but we will milk it. Carrie, please. I can't wait to hear the next one. Wow. She says, I've had the worst day, but Carrie's little word slip on the project just made it so much better. I'll tell you what, we, oh. need, we need to change our time slide. Husey. <laughs> That's great. Isn't it? Because she really spat it out too. Totally. Gave it a good... <laughs> yeah. And because she was going on to say cuts. She was trying to say Qantas cuts. Don't, don't put two C's together in the script. I think and I hope it gives people respect for how good she is and how good totally. people are normally when you realise, actually, you know, she talks every night live on TV and never cocks anything up. Yeah. And to listen to you accidentally say, you realise, wow, these people talk for a living. They talk all the time. They never accidentally swear. They yeah. never, you know, and okay, this just reminds me of how They're great human. they are. I mean, well, this episode, basically, if you don't like the word cunt, it is not for you. Oh, we're going to have to put an extra... A trigger warning. A trigger warning. I swear to God. Yeah. I mean, remember when fuck, to see have a fuck on TV was such a big deal. Like, it'd be in the paper. Oi, the next episode of The Sopranos or whatever has a, you know... I think, no, it had a cunt in it. Oh, God. There was one episode where it had one, I remember, yeah. and that was literally in the paper. It was like the upcoming episode of The Sopranos. Has the C word in it. Get ready for it, guys. How great were the Sopranos? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It is startling when I hear it. For some reason, when I hear it in an American accent, I get a, I get a bit frightened. I think I think Americans are so polite, and I mean they say it feels to me like they say "gosh" a gosh. lot. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh oh heck. Oh. I don't know what the heck it is. Yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> so when they, do you know that's how I. Yeah. And so then when they say cunt, mm. I'm like, oh, God, this yeah. is... Hey, Things yeah. are really going down here. Yeah. yeah. It's a red alert. Back to some other cunt's kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that went on for a while. It, well, it's interesting. It needs to be said. It is. We're just being real. Well, I mean, the end of this podcast every... We say cunt on this podcast every day. See you next Tuesday. What do you mean? 
What do you mean? What do you mean? You know it. I don't get it. Okay. But I will say that um, on RuPaul's Drag Race, do mm. you get the joke about having charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent? Also, have you ever watched that show? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, a big part of the show is it's always about finding the next drag superstar. Right. And Ru says um, to be a drag superstar, you have to have charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. See you. So what got us onto that conversation was I wanted to share with you something that um, Travis Barker, who is currently a Kardashian, Mm. because if you marry in, you are a Kardashian. You're on the show. Yeah. Just, Mm. well, it's sort of similar, I think, to the way that I now feel that Danish people are half Australian (laughs) because of... Princess Mary. I feel like we, our houses have combined. Collided. Yeah, yeah, our houses have collided. Our houses have combined. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have we have sent our beautiful princess to Daneland, Copenhagen, where the Danish place, <laughs> and they, you know, and they in turn have given up their favoured son. Yeah. Um, we've met in the middle, and so now they are half Australian from a pub meeting they met at the ship in so fucking lucky them yeah. welcome aboard guys you're welcome mm. so um anyway that's all tops and so similar to that travis barker is now a kardashian and all the best to him i'll tell you who doesn't love it is his ex missus but she's all she ne- she's never happy her name's um shana mokla right and she has also had she's got three kids with travis i no, two kids with travis and then she's got another child with oscar de la hoya Right. She's got great, great track record, mm. but she's not with Oscar anymore either. So her kids, she reckons, listen to the way she talks about them. And bear in mind, they are 18 and 20. She's talking about them like they're 8 and 10, but they are not. They are grown adults. She's got the shits because they like Courtney better than her. She's a bit of a mouthy bird. She's just a bit... Right. <laughs> she's always got the shits about something. She's yep. always, you know, she's always got the shits up. You're like, love. You know, you look great. You've obviously, you look like you've got everything you need. You, you've got a great puffer jacket. <laughs> you know? You've everything got, you need. You've got great lips. Yeah. Everything's, the upkeep's going well. Someone's yep. paying for that. Yeah. Great. Mm. Life's good. Life's good, mate. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's like I say to my kids, there's families living on blankets. And Shana, it's, you've got everything you need. Yeah. Anyway, she's on a podcast and I'll play with you a little bit of her current gripe. When Travis got with Courtney, um, there was like some parental alienation going on there where, you know, I, I you have to understand too, uh, you know, Travis, even when we weren't together, always wanted to be the super dad. I'm the best parent. I'm the this and that. Right. And I'm like, bro, you win. Like, you're the winner here. Like, you have all the money and you have all the this. Like, you, you're the winner, you know? Yeah. Give the drummer some. You know, like, you're the, you're, you win. Like, I'm not competing with you, you know? Like, mm. um, but I think, you know, when the Kardashians first came around, they were enamored just as, like, young kids would be enamored by them. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of glitter and fame and, you know, they watched them on TV and now their dad's dating one and they're going to be on the show and you know, and I think they got caught up mm. in that, you know, which young kids would do. Yeah, and, you absolutely. know, they're buying them Prada and they're buying them gifts and they're going to these events and they're meeting Kanye and, they're you know, the, all this big stuff. And I can't give them that. Right. I don't have that. I don't have access to that. I don't have the money to do that. I can't buy you guys Prada every, you know, other week and stuff. I don't, I can't do it. Right. And my house isn't a mansion like Travis. I don't have a movie theater. I don't have golf carts for you kids to he's drive around. He's fun dad. Yeah, you know, he, he's everything, you yeah. know. And um, Sounds great to uh, me. <laughs> and so I think comments were made and I think they were influenced. And... Um, and it was hurtful and it was, you know, and it, and it was like, you know, and I've had conversations with them since and, they, you know, 
they've apologized, but I'm not going to take one comment that my angry teenage kid says to right. me. And and now all of a sudden, 24 hours, I'm a fucking deadbeat mom. No, right. like they all know I'm not. We all know the truth. I go to bed at night. I sleep very, very well um, with who I am as a woman and as a mother mm -hmm. and how I raised my children. And, you know, and uh, and I think now as time's marching on, I think they're seeing things and they're realizing and as they become young adults, they're like, yeah, they see they see through things that they didn't before. Yeah, I mean they're eighteen and twenty. Mm. That's what I'm they're adults. They're fucking fully adults, mate. Yeah, like the way she's talking about them. Like, oh, he buys them Prada, and that's why they don't talk to me. I don't reckon. I don't oh, the eighteen and twenty is still in that zone of like you know shiny shit excites you. Yeah, but I think they can still they can still get the Prada and ring their mum. I don't think no, that yeah. is gonna. Ma I think they can still like Courtney and go boner. I'm I've got. Prada shit, and I met Kanye. Totally, that's not the reason mm. they're going. Oh God, my mum is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, we've just heard her, and she's she's just always like that. She's always whiny, and it's always Travis's fault. You know, she's always been like that. The other claim she's been making recently is she will have it that while they were together, Travis was trying to root Kim Kardashian. So see what I mean? She's a shit stirrer. Mm. So she's just brought this up recently. She said. He was definitely, he was trying to fuck Kim. I saw the text messages in his phone. So A, she's going through his phone yeah. when they were in a relationship. It was a really toxic relationship. B, she says, I'm telling you, he's now with Courtney. She brings this up. He was trying to root her sister. I saw the text messages. And then she reckons that Travis deleted them. And he goes, look, there's no text messages. She's like, I saw them, I saw them, you deleted them. So she gets in touch with Kim. This is back in the day. And she goes, Kim... I know you're trying to, to root my husband. And Kim texts her back and goes, I don't do white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which history has proven. Yeah. I mean, come on, Shana. Just shut the fuck up. Go with whoever's. And she's like, he's got a big house. I can't compete with that. Well, someone's paying for your upkeep. Yeah. I can see it. So you're going fine. Mm. And Chill out. Don't expect me to fucking cry, cry for you if... Your ex is a great dad. Yeah. Oh, what an he's asshole. He's there for the kids. Oh, he's a super dad and takes really great care of the kids and all he wants to be is a, the best dad. Anyway, yeah. where are those guys? This is the kind of guy my kids always go, Mum, can we have a stepdad? I'm like, yeah, well, where's that where's shop? Where's Travis? Where's that shop, guys? Yeah, where is Trav? Yeah. I'd cop. I'd put up with Shana to get Trav <laughs> any day. And he can even try and root my sister. That's fine. <laughs> Not bothered. 
All right, secrets and sparkles. If you have a secret, you want to share it on the podcast, you need to go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page at Michelle underscore Laurie. This is our first secret for today. So I'm not really sure if this is a secret or if this is more like a can you help me? But when my son was about 14, I found a big stash of dope in his bedroom. And mm. when I asked him what it was for, he said he was selling it at school. So I said, Jesus. sell the rest and don't do it anymore, mate. <laughs> then about two years later, he went on a private boys' school camp and had a drug psychosis with lots of other drugs. Oh, no. So his father and I obviously helped him through that situation. Jesus. And uh, he... He came out of that really well, but he's still, I think, smoking dope. And now he's 18, turning 19, and uh, I decided I didn't want to live in that town anymore, so my partner and I left, and my son took over the lease of the house that he's in, and all his mates are now living with him, and he's still smoking dope. But I still think to myself, well, he's got a job, He's got a steady girlfriend. He's a good person. It's just that he smokes dope. I know what you mean. Like, some people successfully and happily smoke dope their entire lives mm. without a single drama. So you don't want to overreact and, you know, have an intervention because your son smokes dope because a lot of people will go, oh, grow up. What's the difference between smoking dope and drinking? You know, everyone else sure. drinks. Yeah. When I come home from work, I have a joint. What's mm. the difference? And I have friends who, who do that. Just um, to chill out. Totally. After a stressful day. They literally have a joint where I would have a glass of wine. Sure. You know? and It's their thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know why that's different. And, and these are people who live similar lifestyles to me in terms of their parents. They work hard. They're getting everything done. Their kids are happy. So I, I don't have anything to say about that. However, I'm also aware of... You know what it can do of, a, of drug psychosis, yeah. and I personally can't smoke dope or eat dope. I've tried, you know, all, because, like a cookie, you mean, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like I've tried that because I smoked a shit ton of dope at uni, mm. and we all did, and um, I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it until it started turning on me. And I'll never forget one night. I had this, this girl I lived with; she got a gorgeous boyfriend who used to go to Mullumbimby and bring back like those army, like those huge army bags mm. full of dope, of pot, bush buds. Yeah. Just stunning. And he'd bring two or three of them back. And I'm sure he sold most of it, but not before getting us off our tits, <laughs> getting us ripped. And we'd have bongathons where we'd sit in the <laughs> we'd have a bongathon, sit in the lounge with bucket bongs. We're doing bucket bongs, and no wonder we were always sick, just yeah. all sucking on the same milk bottle. So we just keep pulling cones, and the last person still upright got to keep what was left. That's a bongathon, right? <laughs> anyway, that's all great, except for the it finally came to <laughs> push came to shove one night when I was suddenly terrified of the wardrobe. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I was so scared of the wardrobe. And it seems to be the wardrobe a lot, doesn't it, for people? Is it? Yeah. Like- for me, I, mean, I can still picture it, my friend Cassandra's wardrobe. And from that, and I tried it. What did you think was in there? I didn't think anything was in there. I can't explain it. I was just like, Cra- like in the corner on her bed, just going, ah, I'm scared. And looking at the wardrobe, I don't know, I don't remember. But God knows I tried again. I tried yeah. to push through. Yeah. But no, after that, I just always had terrible panic attacks, yeah. terrible anxiety. I've tried a couple of times over the years. Can't do it. I just end up really anxious. 
Near wardrobes? Not Can just, you just not do it in your bedroom? That's what I mean. Not just near wardrobes now. Like Right, you're scared of everything. I'll be at a party. Someone will have a joint. I'll go, surely I can have one, you know, mm. and one drag of a joint. No, I just feel like shit. Yeah. Grass and beer, you're in the clear. Beer and grass, you're on your ass. <laughs> so I'm very careful <laughs> to play it safe and make sure that I have uh, grass first. Yeah. I'm not drunk first. Mm. But no, can't do it. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you except... How do you file it? Be careful. Be careful. You've got to be careful because yep. it, it can be a bit of a sleeping bloody beast mm. pot. Yeah. You know, one minute you're like, oh, it's fine. It's just, I just have it. It's just relaxing. Next, next thing, you've got schizophrenia. That's what I mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is our next secret. I've been, since Christmas and years, I've been having half days, not full days, but I haven't told my partner and I just spend the second half of the day in the pub where I am now. Oh. Um, so, okay, I'm merry and happy. So, yes, I can't be bothered with doing housework and going home because partner is at home. So, I <laughs> just say I'm working full time but I have last week and this week and I'm actually in the pub. In the pub. So, you're actually struggling with alcoholism. And you're losing the mm. battle at the moment. Mm. That's really sad. That's horrible. And I wonder if your partner knows. Maybe they know and they're just not game to bring it up to you. Oh, babes. I mean, you're laughing, but I don't think the laughing's real. You know how we were at the bar and they we this is going back a while ago and we had the lady that came up to you to ask whether you were okay when we were doing that I don't love you conversation. We were, we were play acting. Yeah, I don't love you, I don't love you. And then they came up and said, yeah. this is an argument, what's going on here? Mm. That's really great that that's a, that's a thing. Mm. Should there also be some kind of rule for bar men and bar women if they see someone consistently on their own in a bar to actually go up to them and have a conversation with them and say, hey, you've been here three or four days in a row now. Do you think you should have a – are you okay? Like, Do you think that that should also be a conversation that should be a part of a hospitality rule now? There might be. I mean, there's certainly there's the law that, you know, you can't – you're not supposed to keep serving someone who's pissed – like, that's a law. Um, but more just the, But I know what you mean. You're the, here again. Yeah, yeah. Is everything okay? What's going on? You're on your own again. Yeah, yeah. Like, usually people go to the pub together with a group of people. Yeah, I know what you We've mean. We've noticed you here four days in a row on your own. Just want to check. Everything Are okay? okay? Are you okay? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And you would... I guess it's probably... I don't think it's it's legislated, but you would hope that just human nature would lead somebody to ask. Mm. I think a lot of... You know, it's that old thing people say bartenders are you know my father used to say poor man's psychiatrist people who work in hospitality do get to know the regulars mm. and probably do do that work but i also think the pokies have yeah cut down on that because i'll cut down on that well as in you go into any place there's pokies with everywhere. pokies yeah. during the day and yep. there's it's full of people alone yeah. drinking yes. playing the pokies yes and certainly every lunch hour but the responsibility and I think it's not enough but the responsibility is let's put a sign up yeah. about gambling yeah. and, th and that'll be enough and that's clearly not working no god no for those people that no. are sitting on their own on a, on a Tuesday so yeah I know what you mean that's really that's tragic that's a really sad one mm. how do you file it Oh, be careful. You've got to, mm. you know, because you're... Check in with yourself there. Yeah, you're walking into alcoholism. You're poisoning yourself. I like a drink. I think it's on record. But um, it is poison. It's not good for us. You're lying to your partner about it, let's be honest. And that those these are really bad habits you're getting into. 
I've lived with some alcoholics, let's say, and oftentimes you do, the partner does know. It's pretty obvious you're coming home pissed. Maybe you don't know it's obvious, mm. but I may be walking around on eggshells not wanting to bring it up with you. Mm. And maybe one day you'll get home and they won't be there. All right, let's get into our next secret. It's me, the silly lady who took the MDMA tablets through <laughs> the airport She's security back. when... As I should have done. Everyone loves Michelle, you. Michelle, you were so right. Yeah. Why didn't I put them with my vitamins and mm. antidepressants in my um, luggage? In I'm such case. a doofus. Anyway, yeah. I'm here to um, share some more of my juicy secrets. <laughs> um, this is another one of mine. I've got so many. I probably should set up my own podcast. I'll probably end up in jail. Um, that would be good for my kids, but um, neither is this actually. Um, I'm so anti the big conglomerates. Mm. Um, as I say, as I tottle around the um, massive shopping centres with my 3,000 Louis Vuitton um, never full handbag. Mm. Um, mind you, it wasn't that when I got it for my 40th birthday. I think it was half the price. Stunning, but anyway, man. it's real. <laughs> and um, I think it's paid itself off about 20 times over now, oh, the amount of stuff I've shoved in there. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I just despise <laughs> paying things. As I've got older, it's um, obviously got worse in the you know crisis of living. Yeah. Um, but I've got a queen, um, as Michelle does, uh, who's obsessed with mecca, everything yes. makeup, and a 10-year-old. Um, and, you know, they want everything makeup-wise, mm-hmm. this, that, whatever. So now I take them shopping separately because it's all too much for me. Um, and they pick out what they want. I will then proceed to go back and just plop it in the old LV. I refuse to be overly influenced. You know, occasionally I'll pay for something and then pop something else in your handbag. <laughs> As for my cheese, I just absolutely refuse what? to pay for cheese. Um, I'm not paying $12 for a bag of cheese. That's hilarious. Absolutely not. I, I, I can't even remember the last time I paid for a bag of cheese. <laughs> what do you mean? Bag of cheese. People... Don't pay for cheese. Cheap. And while I was away on my holiday, Mm. my poor darling daughter got her first period. Oh, Jesus Christ. While she was with her dad. We knew it would happen. I wasn't home. Mm. Another thing I said to her, I said to her, she goes, well, I have to pay for this stuff myself, Mum. And I said, absolutely not. You'll never have to pay for this stuff, ever. I'll always take care care of it for you. Thank you, Uncle LV. The conglomerates. (laughs) will be paying for it for you, mm. meaning, a.k.a., they'll be falling into the LV. Mm. So <laughs> that will never, ever, ever come mm. out of your own hip pocket mm. as it should never have to for any female. I don't Bloody doubt that hell. for a single second. And she does not pay for cheese. She does not pay for cheese. $12 for a bag of cheese, though. Yeah. Is it 12 bucks? It is now. No, yeah. it's not. She's talking about the grated. She buys the grated, and I get that. The grated... Who's got time to grate fucking cheese, mate? We're busy. We've got kids. We've got washing to do. I'm going to time to grate fucking cheese. Mm-hmm. So, look, maybe she buys the perfect pizza cheese. I have to buy that for Louis because he makes his own pizzas. Yeah. That's, it's getting up there. Yeah, it's $10, yeah, okay. 10 $12 now for a bag Bloody of cheese. Bloody hell. But she's not paying that. She's not paying for I it. Love she's it putting it into the bag. Into the LV. I love when people decide they 
when they just take a stand about one specific product. I have a friend who refuses to pay for chilies. What, what's going on? Oh, I know. Everyone's so people stealing. are refusing to pay. Yeah, everyone's shop, everyone's shoplifting. Everyone. You need is. to know that everyone. Is everyone is shoplifting. shoplifting. Like it's like you wouldn't believe. Righto. This mate of mine has never. I don't reckon he's paid for a chili in his adult life. He just goes, it's just bullshit. As if I'm paying for this. For some reason, it's just chilies. I don't know. There's little tiny red chilies. I guess if you've got something growing in your backyard that you can just grab whenever you like, no, and then you go doesn't. to a place and you go, oh, hang on, why am I paying for this? It's almost like if you got a lemon tree, it would feel weird yeah, to pay for lemons. Yeah, but he doesn't have one. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm guessing so I'm he like, maybe sees them somewhere. Well, put in the effort to grow a fucking chili, yeah. <laughs> chili tree. Totally. He's like, no. Nah. I'll just, grab, I'll just grab them. Mm. Just chuck them in my pocket when I'm walking around Coles. It's Look, I've, I've done the grape thing. I've done, oh, yeah, I've we def- all eat grapes. I've done the grape situation. But you, do you have a policy that you won't pay for grapes? No. I know someone else who won't pay for garlic. Yeah. Refuses to pay mm. for garlic. They're with the same passion mm. as old mate LV won't pay for cheese. I'm not paying for cheese. Mm. No one pays for bags of cheese. Jeez. The passion. Also, it's an interesting idea to that, teach your kids. Oh, fuck. Well, that's a whole other <laughs> interesting idea. Um, but, but it's an interesting idea. That, okay, what I've done is I've got a three thousand dollar handbag. Yeah. But it's paid for itself because I steal a lot of shit with it. So that means she's going up to the, like the twenty, thirty grand worth of that's, free cheese. Yeah. Well, not that's only a lot that, of cheese. She's going to Mecca with it. Now, I was just at Mecca three days ago with Louis and he is now into these fucking De Janeiro, whatever they, Sol Janeiro or something, sprays. Right. He has to have like all the different colours of them and the different fragrances of them. So is this where you spray it in front of you and then walk into it? Yeah. Kind of thing? Yeah. I don't know exactly. I mean, I know that's the classic. Flamboyant kind of. It is. And then. Here we go. 38 bucks. A pop. And he's got to have the. Let's look at the colours. Sol de Janeiro. He got. I know he got a hand cream. He got the drenched body butter mm-hmm. the other day, and um, he still had some Christmas money. So, but of course, I had to top it up. Once we got to the counter, I was like, "Well, oh, fuck, you don't have that much, do you?" <laughs> All right, um, and then he has to have the Brazilian Crush Cherosa sixty two perfume mist, and then he also had to have the pink one. I think. Oh, it's plum and vanilla. This is the sort of shit they need. To yeah, go it's back expensive. To it's very expensive. What I mean, forty it's, bucks. To, hang on, to go back to school. Yeah, don't ask. I don't know. All I know is I want him to be happy at school. So um, the point is, she's saying no to that. Mm. Our old mate here, LV, yeah. um, she and her uncle LV are saying no. Don't worry about that. And I wonder if people don't think she could shoplift because she's got such an expensive bag. I wonder if the girls at Mecca just don't even because they have got eagle eyes they're looking for shoplifting because they know teenage girls are in there racking like crazy and i wonder if they don't look at this grown woman swanning around with her lv yeah they just assume as if she's going to be popping shit mm. in there we're known a writer oh yeah so true this is what i'm saying i mean she was a rich actress yeah how so, embarrassing yeah <gasps> that was a nightmare wasn't it that really torpedoed her career <laughs> it did because i mean that's the one thing i remember i mean i obviously she really Beetlejuice, great movie and then but that that was all before that girl yeah. interrupted all yeah. great 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 then she got sprung fucking shoplifting yeah clothes and then nothing until stranger things so is that not a lesson for everyone guys so embarrassing can you imagine being sprung shoplifting yeah. oh my god how embarrassing how do you file that one? Oh, be careful be yeah. careful i mean if you get sprung it'd be so embarrassing mm. with your beautiful lv imagine yeah. going home and telling your husband and your kids maybe guys. just grate your own cheese oh fuck that 
If you have a secret you want to share it on the podcast, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page. Search at Michelle underscore Laurie. Don't forget we have a Patreon now as well. Mm. If you want to join that, go to the link in the bio. Uh, We will see you next Tuesday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.